I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Horse Hour. I'm Amy Stevenson, and we're just about to catch up with Lucinda Fredericks, who's going to give us her take on today's events in Rio. We're going to have a bit of a roundup of the last few days of the eventing section at Rio of the Olympics because it's been so exciting. Did you watch today? I did. I have to say I watched um, pretty well everything from start to finish. Um, and I thought it was, yeah, it was full of excitement, uh, sort of near misses, amazing saves, unlucky stories. As, as eventing always is, it's never a you know, smooth run, um, and you can never predict what's going to happen. I know, uh, you it's know, like the, the horses perfect... aren't machines. Uh, there was one horse I think everybody wanted to take home, and that was the Chilean horse. Oh, my gosh. It was, uh, I think it was called Rancho, uh, or Rancho or something, and it was just amazing, a big chestnut horse with uh, a white face, and it was the most honest mm. uh, horse around. It was just super there were quite um, a few near misses today and and a couple of quite nasty calls uh, quite nasty falls where at one point one of the horses was struggling to get up eventually they all went got home safely i think i don't think there were any accidents which doesn't that show that that's really good of the course maker the person that's designed it to make a course that i guess is so tricky but that people don't get severely hurt yeah i mean pierre mitchell who designed the course um is very experienced and uh, I mean, it's very easy, you know, sitting from your sofa. Mm. Uh, it's a, it's, you know, something sitting on your sofa is another thing. Um, you know, actually being there uh, never looks as tough on the TV as it is in real life. Uh, but the feedback was that it was, you know, it was a tough course, and I think it proved it. Um, you know, that it wasn't the conditions that were tough. It was the actual course, whereas in London, it very much was the hills. And in Beijing, it was very much the heat mm. um, and the humidity. So, I mean, a lot of the horses came back actually full of running. Um, and the, some of them just weren't fit enough you know, and didn't cope because it, it looked, you know, quite twisty and a lot of, you know, quite big, sharp bends um, where, you know, cert- certain horses would, would find that actually more difficult uh, than others. So it was very much down to the rider, you know, making the right calls. And, and, I, and I also felt that the, there were quite a number of uh, moments where you could see some riders reacted very well and very quickly if they didn't get a great jump at a, 
a part of a combination and they managed to reroute round. Um, and then there were some other ones that did that but hadn't walked the course properly and made, you know, a mistake with actually jumping um, the wrong part of the uh, the, the A, B, or C. Mm. And then another one jumped an extra fence. And then, um, you know, there were some, some other riders that didn't get a great jump at maybe a second part of a third or three-part combination and didn't make the right call at that moment. But that's, you know, it's tough when you're out there and your blood's up and, you know, you've got that split second where it doesn't go to plan and you have to just make that decision and sometimes you make the wrong one. And I'll tell you what, you live with that for the rest of your life because I, I had that. Did you? Um, I'm In London, yeah, I made the wrong call. I should have taken a slightly wider line and I didn't. Uh, and, you know, I paid the penalty. Mm. Um, and, I, yeah, I lived with that all the time. So it's tough. It's really tough. And some of the corners look so tight. There was there was one jump. I wish I could. I think it might have been twenty two and twenty three, but it was too long. Too, it's like a double log, and then it went into a really tight right bend. And I think Gemma Tattersall Blesser did amazing the whole way through, but she struggled on this bend as a lot of them did. It's almost like they couldn't get the horses to turn right quick enough. It was so tight, and sat on the sofa mm-hmm. watching them like you're saying, "We don't know. We're not there, but you're, we're willing them to get the corner and to get oh, every rider. We're willing." over the jump and to get around safely yeah i mean you could see the horses that were comfortable uh i mean some of them chris burton's horse was just incredible um i mean you know he's in the lead but it was just the way he is the the sheer confidence that he gave to his you know young horse it's a nine-year-old mm. um you know and it's just amazing that somebody can you know, do that to a horse. But sometimes, you know, that horse was, it, it just galloped with ease. It jumped with ease, you know, and Chris has, you know, developed a very short partnership with it. Um, but it just seemed to answer and just feel comfortable. I mean, it made a few green mistakes, but it learned from it and, and, and got braver as it, you know, even better as it went. Um, and I, I think one criticism i would have of the sport uh, or the uh rules at the moment is there is not a uh, a rule uh, a fixed rule where the rider um is unsure of whether they have cleared the jump e.g it's gone between the flags mm. and i and it's you know there are some near misses and unfortunately, I think there were three riders today that finished the course and got eliminated because they hadn't quite gone through the flags. Mm. You know, and at that moment, it's not easy as a rider sitting on the horse and it can happen so quickly and you can feel, God, that was a near miss. You know, and only the head, the shoulders and, and the neck of the horse have to go through the flag. Um, I'd, you know, it's, it, that's gutting. You know, to actually finish the course, I think one of them was certainly an individual. Could it have been a rush uh, near quite near the end? There was a Russian, wasn't there? That he he nearly came it off. Wasn't it was the Russian a, rider. Did he? Uh-huh. Um, it was a. Uh, I'll just look down there. Oh, it could, could possibly have been the second Russian rider. 
because um, his leg his right leg looked out of it but his arm out of the outside the yeah. flag but his arms look in looked inside the flags it could i don't know if it was a it was either polish rider or the russian rider and also the italian rider um stefano you know he had the same issue mm. and i mean that's just jutting would you pull um, your horse up then if if you if you know you're going to be eliminated would you call it a day or would you finish the course for the horse well you should uh, i i feel in those situations that if there is a jump that is going to cause or they can see the, the you know the the, the um <clears throat> grand jury or the stewards or the technical technical delegate knows that there's going to be certain fences where it could be a near miss in fact every fence could be a near miss there should be you know a an instant decision mm. that you know the rider it, the the judge is in a position to say 20 penalties because you can half jump the fence and be you know the wrong half can jump the fence or not quite you know the the whole, the amount of the horse that is uh, is a la- you know is it must jump a certain amount of the body must go through the flags and the rest of it creeps around the side but if they if the jump judges are stood in the correct place they should be able to make an instant decision it can then be you know ch- taken away but the but the rider then has that opportunity when they hear 20 penalties um, that they can turn around and and go again and come home with 20 penalties mm. and not come home with an elimination. Mm. Um, I think that's, that's something that needs to be looked into because when you're sat on the horse and it's, you, you know, you're going for your country um, and you could be anywhere on the course, but most of this happened towards the end um, at the last water, there were two or three of them there. Uh, I mean, some of them are very obvious runouts, but two or three of them weren't. And it's, are they, um, you know, it, there should be a better method and a more instant method. And if if there is an appeal afterwards, and actually the judge said 20 penalties, but actually they reviewed it on the TV cameras, which they have mm, yes and the 20 penalties weren't there then nowadays with technology and it's all live stream anyway they can even work out how many seconds it took for that rider to go from that fence you know and be shouted at 20 penalties so they circle around and they go to it again but i'm sure that rider would be a would be uh, you know uh far happier and appreciate the fact that you know the judge has made a call mm. Whether you agree with it or not, you've got the opportunity to retake the fence and finish the course and have a score at the end of the day, you know, for your team. Yeah. No, and that makes um, perfect sense. Yeah, I think that's it. that was, you know, there would be another rider that would be gutted about that. Well, some of them got away with it, some of them didn't. Yeah, there were a couple that you could see they turned around and they looked back as if to say, did I, didn't I, is that okay? And really, they need to be able to focus on the rest of the course. So... Well, yes. I mean, that you know, that decision should be made, really. Um, yeah, that's why the jump judges are there. Yeah. That is why they are there. 
So, uh, with with the jumps, (laughs) with the jumps, with the jumps, were there any? Which ones seemed to be, from the riders' point of view, the toughest? Um, And what made them so difficult? Have they been telling you? It's difficult. It's you know, from sitting on a sofa, you know, it's it's a difficult call. Uh, I mean, I suppose if you look at the actual fence analysis, um, the step up to the two angled hedges mm. where the first Irish lad um, ran out. Uh, people learned to ride that. Uh, the first few sort of went on the four uh, from the bank to the thing and that didn't really work. And then riders, certainly the, the second half of the riders started to go through there really well. Um, and then the last water was definitely um, causing problems from the sort of bluey green boat, four strides to the two angled hedges, curve round all three to the frog. Mm. Uh, but again, that, you know, the frog was a separate number. So the riders could actually, uh, the most of the horses that had the problems there didn't, you know, didn't get the good distance of four strides from the boat to the first hedge. They sort of went on three, three and a half. And then they were a bit open and ran past the second of the two hedges and then all got through that and couldn't turn nicely to the uh, to the frog. But because it was m- numbered separately, the, cl- the quick thinking ones um, did a turn around to the right and then could jump the, the frog as a separate fence because it was numbered separately. Right, I see. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, that was just guesswork from my sofa because I couldn't, you know, I couldn't walk yeah. the course. Yeah, um, but it was there's also there was one as well that I I'd never even think of this. You you kind of expect when you when you're sitting from the sofa and you're asking them to go over the you're looking at them going over the jump, you're expecting a couple of accidents sometimes on some jumps. But Tim Price slipped on a corner. I oh, I know. Going, and you just felt for him. No. You thought, oh no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's happened before. You know, and that was you know, gutting for him, mm. <laughs> you know, and that's, he, he went quickly round the corner trying to make up time and the horse lost its legs. But of course that information would have gone back to the start box and everyone would have realized if you're going to do that, go a bit steady around the corner. Mm. But that's a little bit, the, you know, the first rider paying the penalty. Um, it's they, so, so they all get to watch today. They get to watch some of the other rounds if they're going later on and they get to see how the others are jumping. And, and even though they've... Because you walk the course like three, sometimes three times, don't you? Oh, God. Yeah, at least three, four, even five times. Um, but some riders don't watch other riders. Mm. And that's really the the job for the chef to keep and the trainers to, you know, get all the, get all the feedback from the earlier riders and pass that on. Um, some riders want that information other riders don't particularly yeah you know they're very you know people are individual about how they prepare their Mm. own uh cells and their own horses for for their cross-country ride right so now we've got to talk about william fox pitt because he was in the lead for the first two days with his dressage which was just stunning to watch um and it felt uh, we felt proud of him for even getting round the course after his accident there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. But also disappointed for him in the fact that he had a moment which gave him 20 penalties. Well, that's right. I mean, that was again, you know, where he jumped the first uh, element of the three-part combination mm. and Chile jumped it very well, was a bit free down the hill to the second element and he had to curve right on three shorter strides to the third one. Um, he didn't, but it just looked like he was a little bit, um, you know, sort of, uh, what's the word, Very, uh, fluffy <laughs> um, about where he went. He did it beautifully. Yeah. But he just got a technical 20 penalties. Mm. Um, you know, it was all done very nicely. If you didn't know the sport you um, and the rules, you'd say, why did you get 20 penalties? Yeah. But he actually, you know, did it, got a technical for crossing his tracks. So uh, he wasn't the only one. There were a couple of others that, you know, had the same issue. Um, but again, that's, that's in the heat of the moment. It's, it's very easy for us to, you know, judge people from, uh, you know, judge riders or competitors Mm. from where we're sitting when actually, when you're sat on the horse, you know, it's, everything happens so quickly and sometimes it's just a blur, Mm. you know, when you can make the wrong call. Mm. Well, we didn't know um, what had happened because it all, like you said, it looked no, so well, beautiful. And we were going, well, no. what, what are the points for? And, and almost screaming well, at the same to the judge, you've got it wrong. You know, he hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, I mean, the first, one of the early riders, um, I think the, the first rider, the Canadian rider, didn't get a great jump in the first water and did a circle. And we went, oh, no, 20 penalties. But that was separately numbered. A bit like the frog towards the end. But, as a, you know, we don't know that. It's a little bit of guesswork for us. So until the first 10 or 15 riders go and you get a bit of a feel of um, of the course, uh, you, know, you, it's, you know, it's guesswork for us that we're just saying, well, it must be separately numbered. Oh, it must be an A, B, C, D. You must be allowed to do that circle back. Or obviously William wasn't allowed to do what he did, mm. but um, I mean it was. I'm sure um, his, you know, family and supporters and owners and friends and sponsors and whatever are just thrilled to have him back home safely. And he, he did a he did a beautiful job, and 
it's not all finished. You know, there's still tomorrow to come, and the horses have all got to pass the vet tomorrow morning. Right. So all the horses have to come out and trot up in front of the veterinary panel and the judges. Um, so, you know, that's you know, a lot of people who don't, again, don't know the sport, that happens. And that's one of the, you know, the most important things is you can be in the gold medal position. But if your horse is sore because it's bashed its, uh, its knee or um, twisted its ankle a little bit or it's trodden on the stone, um, you know, it might have the stupidest little thing that in three days will be absolutely fine. Yeah. But it might cause the horse to not pass the veterinary shot up, you know, tomorrow morning. And then, of course, they've got to come out and jump, um, well, about 15 show jumps, clear. Mm. Uh, and then for the team, and that all happens uh, sort of in the first section of show jumping, and then we will have a little break, change the course, and then the top, probably the top 20, 25, will then jump again for the individual medals. God, it's a lot, isn't it? So you think they get a rest after the cross country, but actually now you're just focusing on tomorrow and hoping the horse is okay and, and what you've got to do, I guess. Well, that's where the, you know your good team of grooms, physios, vets. Um, you know, that's where the riders can should go and just, um, I say, relax. Mm. Uh, they we don't. Um, well, I, I could never, <laughs> no, I would be, you know, um, concerned about my horse and making sure that it's, it's all going to be okay the next day. Yeah. But you should be able to go and just at least, um, enjoy being at the Olympics mm. because, you know, they, it takes a, a long time to get there and a lot of top athletes don't get to the Olympics. So, uh, I've got Rebecca Howard mm. based with me. And she's lying in 15th. So you can imagine we were all going, you know, mad with her out 25 of us in, in, in my house all watching. And, um, you know, of course she was late to go. So we were there all day watching for her. And, um, it was, and she didn't actually have the smoothest ride to start with. And oh my God, we were just up and down off the chairs and <laughs> screaming and shouting. <laughs> so, um, I mean, we're thrilled for her because, um, she's, yeah, she's 15th. And it makes a big difference when you've got someone who you know really well and they're part of your team at home. Yeah, it's so funny. I uh, had my stepson that I had to, uh, yesterday I was looking after him and um, I had to, when, when I was doing the updates on Twitter, I had him with me. And so the only way I could get him to watch it, he loves horses, is if I said that all my friends were riding. So everybody oh, from okay. Great Britain are my friends. So at that point, William Fox Pitts going, Gemma Tattersall's going, and, and the little, he's only three, he was cheering for them. He was brilliant. It is, it is, it is nice, I'm sure, for you knowing them and, and have worked for them for so long. Long. and Rebecca um she did for, I mean she did really well she only got what 12.4 penalties yeah. that's incredible yeah she had to do a she could tell she rerouted at the first uh corner complex because her horse was very spooky and she had a really awkward ride over the first corner and then managed to pull you know good good decision pull right and take the alternative uh and and then he didn't, oh, there was one other one early on. He didn't, you know, he chipped in and didn't jump well and she gave him a whack. And then actually he got, he, he just got better and better and better as he went. Mm. So, I mean, that was, but it was a little bit nerve wracking for, you know, for her, for anybody. Um, but, you know, it's, it's great to have someone who you've watched train and prepare 
and slog. You know, she's worked very hard and she's been going to the gym literally five o'clock every morning mm. um, since she's moved in here six months ago. And, you know, it's great, all that hard work. And, you know, she's going into the last day in 15th. And, and of course, the other person I'm, you know, mad fan of is um, uh, Alex Watien because um, I trained him, uh, you know, from a... A ten-year-old. Did you? Um, he's so he's yeah, China. Yeah. Yes, team. Yeah, yeah. He was ten when he first came here, um, and got put on horses. And he was always hugely talented. He was tiny then, <laughs> um, and now he's so tall and and everything. And it, it, that was fantastic. He rode a fantastic round on a, on again a young horse. I think he's only a nine nine-year-old. So, so uh, and it, you know, it's a mixture, isn't it? You have got horses that are uh, Ludwig. Uh, got uh, had his horse was eight years old, mm-hmm. and um, you had horses that were eighteen. I know it was it's just amazing, and it's so, and they get to yeah. they can do everything. They can do absolutely everything. I mean, the changes of discipline between dressage and having a relaxed and supple horse, which some of them yeah. yesterday were. I mean, you, there was this ridiculous debate. I can't believe how many people have been horrifically judgmental, and and I just want to say, don't. There's no point in being nasty about it. You're sat on the sofa watching these amazing people just do an incredible job, and everyone's moaning about what bit they're using. And you think... Oh, really? Oh, did you not hear on Facebook? It's no. People are saying no, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't be using a double bridle. They should be using da-da-da-da. And, and I just guess, you know, you've got a horse that's powerful that can go run like they can and jump like they can at cross country. I can't imagine they're that easy to be able to keep no. supple and relaxed no. in dressage. It's yeah, going to be yeah, yeah. it's going to be quite difficult. It would be nice yeah. if I noticed on Twitter it's a lot more positive. Um, there's a lot more support behind them, which is lovely. Um, so I'm kind of staying away from Facebook at the moment because it makes me mad. Well, I don't do Facebook. Well, my business no. does, but I don't do it at all. No. And, um, you know, I'm happy not to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the dark ages. <laughs> I'm going to just stay there. But, but it was interesting, though, that some of them, you know, were really, really spooky and quite high energy yesterday. And you could see the riders did so well to be able to hold them together to, to even complete yeah. the test, let alone get a good score. So, so just going into tomorrow then... Um, we can expect all of them to jump that have finished today, providing they pass their inspection from the vets yes. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. They'll all do that. And then the top, is it the top 25, did you say, then go in to jump again? Yes, it's either the top 20 or 25 will then, re- will then jump again. Yeah. And what, what, and point does it get to a, what point does it get to a jump off? No, you don't do a jump off. No jump off tomorrow? No, no, okay. no, no, no. They'll jump a, a course of about 1 metre 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll have a little break and then the top 20 will go in or 25 will go in and jump a different course. So nowadays, you know, you've got to have horses on the last day that that want to clear the poles. Right. Gone on the days where you can have three down and still win a medal. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it's tough. And of course, nerves and and you get... Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. And I, I mean, I think the show jumping is the worst part. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, God, yes. Because you can, again, you can be so unlucky. Mm. It's very black and white. Either the pole stays up or the pole goes, you know, falls on the floor. So they're your penalties. Um, so the highest penalty, uh, you know, the lowest penalty will win. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 37 is the is the top mark at the moment. 
so the lower the better and then you'll they'll get added on if they have rails down yeah. So, so what are our chances um, realistically? Uh, do we have a chance of getting a medal now? Are we completely? Are we talking up? about England? Don't forget, I am. Not, I oh, am you are Australian. <laughs> you are. So, yes. I can do what I like, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so let's look at the Australians then, because Sam Griffiths is laying in ninth place. So he's got fifty-three point yeah. one. Um, what are the chances of him being able to get? up to I mean obviously Christopher Burton's number one so he's top chance but what are the chances of Sam Griffiths being able to make up and get up to the top and get a medal as an individual medal yes. unlikely right um but you never know you just don't know I mean that you know that that sometimes uh, I think Michael Young was lying 11th when he went into the first round of show jumping in London mm. um I think I heard this on the commentary yesterday 11th and then he actually won the gold medal. Mm. So he he jumped here in the first round, mm-hmm. and then um, was oh, it must have been fifth, fourth or fifth. I'm, 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 I might I might be wrong, but I'm sure I heard Mike Tucker say this. It might have been the the um, team gold, but I was sort of half listening to the commentary <laughs> yesterday. But you can uh, come from you know, as low down as sixth or eighth and win. Mm. If you go clear and everybody else has rails down, you know, you can win. And it's quite, you know, it's reasonably close. There are plenty there. Yeah. Plenty there. I think one of the best rounds of the day had to be the French guy, Astier. Oh, he was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. He ended uh, on 42. There were many, many great moments. Uh, whether it was horses saving the riders or riders saving the horses. Um, and amazing riding, amazing riding and such bad luck stories. But I thought it was a great day of sport. The, the horses looked like they all finished, as in they, you know, there were no um, really bad bits. Uh, no one wants to see that at all. Mm. There was, you know, great action. There was, the course seemed to be, uh, doing its job, I think Pierre Michelet did a, did a great job. That you know there was lots of action, but horses didn't look like they were you know frightened and scared. They just made you know mostly of them were, were control errors, as in the riders weren't in control and the horses you know weren't therefore weren't in a balance to to stay between the flags. Well, bring on tomorrow, hey? <laughs> it, well, I think it will be great. Well, I'm going to get up early and ride. Uh, and, and get all my, my team sorted out, and then we're going to be sitting uh, in front of the TV. Yep. Well, good yeah, luck. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. It's, um, it's been brilliant. Well, I hope you get lots of good, uh, good feedback. Uh, we certainly enjoyed it, and um, it was great to see all our you know, fellow friends and competitors do um, you know, give us lots of good sport and good entertainment. You've been listening to Horse Hour. Join the community on Twitter, Mondays, 8pm UK time, 3pm Eastern, by using the hashtag HorseHour. Follow Amy at AmyStevenson1 and subscribe to us on Acast, iTunes, Stitcher and Player FM. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.